Welcome to the book reading program of 3ABN Australia Radio. Does your faith need a boost? Do you think that miracles only happened in Bible times? Think again. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Koval Smith. This story is entitled, A Bicycle Blessing. Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Every day, I drive out on a small dirt road about four kilometres long to the main highway from where we stay. And almost every day, I meet a young boy about 12 or 13 on the road, herding his goats across to another field. One day I stopped and asked him his name. He barely spoke English, but I did find out that his dad had no work because his dad's bicycle had been stolen, so he couldn't get to his job because it was too far away. Last week, while in Johannesburg, all of a sudden, I thought of this little boy. I was thinking about him as I turned a corner and there, right in front of me, was a huge bicycle shop. I knew right then and there that I should stop and buy a bike. So I did. I went in and found an 18-speed bike. I thought it would be about 1,200 Rand, but it was only 500 Rand, which is about 85 US dollars. That is much cheaper than at home. I folded down the seats in the car and loaded it up. About two days after I got home, I saw the boy on the road again, stopped and took out the bike. He could not believe his eyes. They just about popped out of his head. When I told him that I had bought a bike for him, he excitedly responded, My father will be so happy. I took a picture and went on my way. Then about three days later, early in the morning, the boy and his father showed up at our place because they wanted to say thank you. It turned out that the boy had lost his father and mother and the man he was calling his dad was actually his cousin. This older cousin was married and had just had a baby boy a week ago, but when his uncle died, he took the boy in to raise him the best he could. The man was so thankful for the bike he could hardly speak. He told me that the job his uncle had was far away, but it was his if he could get there, and the bike would help him do that. He said he had to wait another 30 days before he could start his job. Jackie packed up some new baby clothes and other things for him to take home to his wife for the new baby boy. I knew that they would be living on nothing for the next 30 days until he started work. So I was going to find him later in the week and give him a few dollars to help them get through until then. He said it had been three months since he had been able to go to work so they must be desperate by now, especially with a new baby. I know that when we are impressed to do something good for someone less fortunate than ourselves, 
we may not always know the details of their circumstances, but I am finding out that we need to listen to that still small voice, which is the Holy Spirit, in times like these. While I was driving back to the place where we stayed, the boy was standing on the side of the road waiting for me. He waved me down and said, My mother wants to thank you for the baby clothes. Can you please come? Okay, jump in and show me where your house is, I replied. As we were driving, the little boy kept saying, My mother is so happy. She sings and dances because she is so happy. We drove through a field and at the far side was a little hut about 12 by 16 feet. The father and mother, as he called them, came out with big smiles on their faces. I got out of the car and the wife grabbed my hand and began to cry, saying, Thank you and thank your wife so much for the clothes for the baby. I had nothing for him. She asked, Where is your wife? I want to thank her. I told her I would get Jackie and return the next day. Then I remembered that Jackie had found a few more things for the baby and they were in the back of the car. I went to get them out of the car and when I opened the bag to give her the clothes, there was one bag of dehydrated soup mix. I pulled it out and said, Here, this is soup mix, and explained how to prepare it and that it could make 300 cups of soup. It tastes very good over rice. Both parents started to weep. I didn't know why until the little boy pulled on my sleeve and said, My mother is happy now. Today we have had no food all day. I didn't know what to say. I could hardly hold back the tears myself. I figure it is okay for a man to cry once in a while, especially because I knew that they could eat something that day and for the next couple of weeks. I excused myself before I completely lost it. While I was getting into the car, I put my hand in my pocket to get the keys where I felt some cash I'd just gotten from the bank machine an hour before. I pulled it out of my pocket, called the father over and said, I know you have no work for at least another month, so please take this and take good care of your wife and children and treat them well. I think the most amazing part of this story is how this little boy, who had lost everything, both of his parents, not able to go to school anymore, only herding goats every day and now living with his cousin. And yet his first thought was not for himself. It was for the man who took him in and gave him a home with obviously lots of love in it. We could all learn a lesson from this next time we are thinking about how bad we have it and that the world owes us something. I know it is things like this that help me focus on the real important issues in life. A reflection associated with this story comes from Christ's Object Lessons, page 67. If you have accepted Christ as your personal saviour, you are to forget yourself and try to help others. Talk of the love of Christ, tell of his goodness, do every duty that presents itself. 
Carry the burden of souls upon your heart and by every means in your power seek to save the lost. As you receive the Spirit of Christ, the spirit of unselfish love and labour for others, you will grow and bring forth fruit. The graces of the Spirit will ripen in your character. Your faith will increase, your convictions deepen, your love be made perfect. More and more you will reflect the likeness of Christ in all that is pure, noble and lovely. A Bicycle Blessing was written by Ray and Jackie Brossuk of Partners for Others in British Columbia, Canada. You can visit partnersforothers.com for more information. You've been listening to the book reading program by 3ABN Australia Radio, featuring Get Ready for a Miracle. For more information about this book, visit remnantpublications.com.